0: Ready, set, 2021! Who is excited to ring in the new year coming ahead? I know I am. New year, new you, and new goals. Didn't believe my dad when he told me I was supposed to be a twin. Turns out she has been hiding out in North Carolina this whole time. Join me on an insightful discussion on how to constructively set achievable goals for the coming year with Nancy aka Nyung Nguyen Lyles, Mrs. North Carolina Petite 2020, an insightful woman, entrepreneur, pageant queen, coach and loving mum. Tune in for a short trip to North Carolina with this lovely lady before we head into the holiday season. Hi, Nancy, and welcome to the show. My special Miss uh, North Carolina, USA, right? <laughs> Miss Petite. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, yeah,
1: thank you. It's so nice to meet you. It's funny how we connected online. Now we're here in this podcast show. So thanks for the
0: invitation. You're welcome. Like uh, my dad did told me that I was supposed to be a twin, and you know who knew that I would find my twin who's living in North Carolina now. <laughs> Yes, I think I'm the Southern version of you, right? Yes, I'm the (laughs) most Southern, (laughs) South Australian Southern, but you are. (laughs) That's That's awesome. So yeah, we reconnected, or actually we connected over um, a group of podcasting lovers, you know, and um, uh, for you, what Gravitate is that we share similarities in terms of our culture, So both Vietnamese culture, and uh, we were laughing about it because we experienced so many similarities in terms of our upbringing. Yeah, so would you like to share some of that as well with our audience?
1: Absolutely. I think growing up as a, I would consider myself a first generation American, there Mm. are lots of struggles because our parents, they went through a war. We've never been through a war. They skipped a war. We've Mm. never done uh, and they've seen a lot of things that may cause a lot of trauma in their lives, which brings into their parenting styles. I know for me, when I started to use the name Nancy instead of your name Yung, <laughs> which is my original name, my dad would say things along the lines of, "You are not an American. You're not going to go by Nancy." I said, "Well, I am an American. I'm going to go by Nancy." Mm-hmm. So that caused problems and just a lot of yelling because sometimes when people can't express themselves they just yell and I think my parents were just maybe afraid of what it means to raise a child outside of their home country and with a lot of frustration comes with a lot of yelling and miscommunication and as you get older you have to try to sort all of that out and that's been quite a journey in our house.
0: Yeah and um it was so funny because uh when you made the comment of like you're allowing yourself to change your name identity my dad was like very superstitious so his reasoning was girls should only have one name and my brother's name is Yudang, Dang, which is the Vietnamese name, but his English name is Henry. So he, he got two names. Um, and I was like, Dad, come on, that's so unfair, you know, like just because I'm a girl, you know. Um, but I guess maybe at the time, like no other English name resonated with him or, you know. So I was stuck with Nyong, and yeah, nyong it is <laughs> for now. And um, so... With like living in Carol- North Carolina, because I've never been there before, and I was telling you, uh, especially that I'm very much of a store explorer. I love experiencing new cultures and places. So, tell me, how was your your know, upbringing in North Carolina? Very rural. I, <laughs> my parents grew up in Tao and Tao oh,
1: yeah. is very beach-like, very beautiful, but. North Carolina first of all has four distinctive seasons. It's there's okay. a fall, a spring, a summer and a winter. We are in winter right now and it's not my favorite. I don't like cold or snow. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. But growing up here, he, my parents didn't have a car at first and you, Mm. unlike Chicago or New York, you cannot get around without a vehicle here. There's just no way. Mm. And he would ride his little bicycle to work in the snow to work as a mechanic. And my mom would wake up at 4am to catch a bus. Our bus line is called the cat bus. Mm. So she had to wake up at four, take me to some facility, I guess a daycare, (laughs) and then try to get to her English classes. So it was a very hard upbringing at first mm-hmm. and they finally bought their first Pinto and they got around that way and because he's a diesel truck mechanic, a lot of his jobs were where the trucks have broken down. Yeah. So my upbringing was in a lot of woods. <laughs> I'd go with him in his truck, which had no air conditioning or heat. And I'd just sit there all day and watch him fix trucks. So bathroom breaks were in the woods. If I wanted to eat, I had to wait till we left the woods. So my upbringing was very rural. But it's so neat because it's, I love the city. I'm a city girl, yeah. no doubt but it's so good to have that rural upbringing because one, it keeps you grounded. And two, that is a simple way of living. And if you can live that way, then you're going to be pretty good,
0: (laughs) pretty well off. That's true. Well, did you learn any um, mechanical skills as well? Let's say if your tire popped and stuff, did you learn anything on the way? Not necessarily, but I can diagnose my own car. I mean, simple things
1: like maybe a car smoking up needs water and you know, alignment or brain, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the windshield wiper, but no. And speaking about girls and boys, he said to me, because mm. I want to do mechanic work at school as an elective, really?
0: he said, no, it's not for girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, you know, because like, i was like to my dad like yeah if you if i didn't go and study hr i would have like wanted to be an electrician because i was really good at my hands or yes. you know being an artist i love drawing and stuff but he's like no you know you gotta really think about a career path then it's so funny because you were also telling me that you studied hr as well i was like how oh, so i know it's insane um So if I were to visit North Carolina, what kind of interesting facts, like, do you think that, you know, that, you know, what places I should see, what kind of like special food that, you know, I should try?
1: North Carolina is so beautiful. And I joke because, you know, the, your mom, fall, right, fall, I always... It's so bad. I don't eat spicy or garlic or onions and M- Vietnamese would be looking at me like, what else do you want? It just noodles and water. I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, grew- I joke, I said, I grew up on biscuits and gravy, right? That's my yeah. upbringing. The Southern culture is just so yummy, but... North Carolina is divided into three regions. So there's the coastal region, which is where you see all the news sources with the hurricanes hitting. Mm -hmm. And when people show that, people call me like, there's everything okay. I said, no, there's just the coastal region. (laughs) We're in the Piedmont region. I'm in but It's the middle. I call it the heart of North Carolina. Then you have your mountains region. And it's beautiful. You have your Blue Ridge Mountains. So if you come visit, you have to visit the Biltmore House. If you Mm -hmm. haven't heard of it, it's a, mansion, you can get a ticket and do the tour, do the spa. Nice. And you got me a spa. <laughs> yes, the spa is called the Grove Park Inn. And then you can visit Chimney Rock, which I'm not going back. No offense to anybody who loves it, but I have severe car sickness. And we got up to the top. Finally, I was just done. <laughs> we had to go back <laughs> down, and I was done again. But Chimney Rock is amazing. And, of course, in Raleigh, I attended North Carolina State University, and we're known for our big athletic culture. We have Carolina, Duke, State, Wake Forest. I mean, just a huge basketball, football culture. And then you go to the coastal, which is about two hours away from the Piedmont region. Uh, We're known as the place where the Wright brothers had their first flight. I know they came up from Ohio, but
0: they had their first official flight in North Carolina. Oh my goodness thanks for that information that is so good because you're a traveler you should know this i know (laughs) thank you for the tour (laughs)
1: yes it's called kitty hawk k-i-t-t-y hawk Mm -hmm. and there's always an argument is it ohio or north Carolina? but we are first in flight so when you drive around here our license plates say first in flight so we're known for that now i'm a big foodie and me too
0: More girl but big appetite, that's me.
1: <laughs> exactly. We're about the same size, which is hilarious. Yeah. We're twins. <laughs> um the have you heard of the Krispy Kreme donut? Krispy Kreme.
0: Krispy Kreme Donuts, yes. Um they had that the food chain. It's actually uh, we had a few shops opening in Adelaide and there was, oh! Yeah. There's a huge
1: thing in New York. I saw like
0: huge. Yeah. Well, it started here, I think in Winston-Salem, but it started in
1: North Carolina. Oh, and here, if they pull the hot sign, you can get an app and it will show you when the hot sign is on. So you can go and get a hot donut right away
0: <laughs> in North Carolina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Well, when I come, please take me there.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's oh, so give me. And then can you bar? So it's Babe Ruth bar is mm-hmm. baseball player. Babe Ruth. One of my internships was at the Chicago White Sox. So I'm, a big baseball fan, and Mm -hmm. it's so neat that Babe Ruth hit his first home run in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is where my brother lives. My sister-in-law is a professor at Fayetteville State University, which is a historically black college or university here, and they it's it's a military place. It's a very historic place, but Babe Ruth had his first home run here, and finally, sweet potatoes. My husband has a 93-year-old grandfather who still grows sweet potatoes. And I didn't realize, I think 50% of our countries in, in America are, 50% comes from North Carolina, I think, so, which oh, I wouldn't yay. be surprised. So
0: yeah.
1: But I love, I have an instant pot, so instant pot
0: plus sweet potatoes is just a good day. So. Yes, yeah. Anything with hot pot is like, I'm in.
1: <laughs> yes. Easy something. Yes. yes. But so yeah, like, that's North Carolina in and I'm so glad to be representing that in our upcoming USA pageant for yes. petite women.
0: That's the thing, like, I was like, wow, you know, being small girl, you know, when you think of, like, um beauty, universal pageant, you think of, like, taller girls, girls yeah. who like, like, models, you know, and when I used to watch it on the TV with my dad and mom when I was younger, my dad was like, oh, it's kind of shame, you know, you're a little bit short and like, you know, would love to see you on the show. I was like, dad, I'm going to be Miss Worldwide, not Miss so <laughs> you know, can't be greedy and take all the titles, you know, but mm-hmm. meeting you, I was like, wow, you are actually, representing a whole new standard of beauty, you know, like short girls can, you know, also be crowned. And the thing that uh, you said to me the other day is that everyone should feel enough. Everyone sh- should feel that they are crowned in a certain way. Can, can you explain that concept and that idea as well? In the pageant
1: role, we always say we have to wear our invisible crown. Mm. And that's about kindness. Because I don't know, it's because of television, but Tree is the best group of women ever kind friendly and they most women they compete because they have this heart of service and they want to bring forth their platform to their crown so i created the crown community to bring in women who either have a crown from a pageant or an invisible crown but specifically business women into the crown community and i use the crown acronym to teach women business and it stands for competition for C mm-hmm. research for R, observation for O wording for W and your niche for N because I noticed a lot of pageant women they, they go into their reign as a queen. And then once they finish their reign, I notice that there aren't really coaches that help them pivot to becoming mm-hmm. a business owner. So let's say you had one Miss Canada, and you, one day you were like, you know, how can I do yungwin.com? Yeah. That's where I come in and say, this is how you do it. And I guide you through the crown method to become a business owner by identifying
0: your niche that's incredible and like the other day when we reconnected like you were give me so many useful tips i was like oh my goodness i did not even think about that and it is a good like you know um structure of how you like can put it together um but most importantly um 2021 is coming up mm-hmm. i really want to understand how to set goals and that was the one thing i'll reach out to you because i listened to one of your episode and for me i've struggled so much when it comes to senegal or actually, Making a decision. So, um, what is your advice on that? So, they give me little goals or big goals. Mm-hmm. And
1: <laughs> for example, with doing that big, so I'm, as a mom of two little toddlers, I always have this, I call this the mom mountain of just laundry. Um, and sometimes I'm like, well, how am I going to finish this mountain of laundry? Or with business, it's how am I going to achieve? giving my employees a bonus of 500 plus. So these are, this to me, these are two different goals, but the set model will help you get through them. So here we go. So with S, you actually set the goal, whatever it is, attack the mile mountain or help your employees make a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have to think about What are the barriers that are getting you there? So with the mom mountain, it's time, it's more laundry coming. It's the kids not going to bed early. So we can even get to the mom mountain with the employees. It could be shutting down our business for three months like we did, or um, a drop in clientele because of people are afraid to come out and we have a hair salon. So we definitely have had a drop in business because of the COVID. So with the E is to eliminate, you think about the barriers that you have that are in the way of getting your goal. And then you have to decide how are you going to eliminate these barriers? Mm. So with the mom mountain, you're like, all right, if these kids are in the way, <laughs> then maybe you're a sitter. And that's what I do. I'll bring a sitter here or I'll bring them to my parents to try to attack that mountain. And then with my employees achieving their goals with their sales, you know, how do we maneuver our marketing and communication? So eliminating barriers that way. And then with the tea, you have to give yourself a time. I mean, that is the, to yeah. me the most important part. So right now I do have a mom mountain for real in my living room. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> all right, I'm giving myself to a Sunday to eliminate this mountain of laundry because it's just getting ridiculous because we had a lot of friends give me hand-me-downs and that's what put me behind my laundry because they mm. added, I added it which am so grateful for hand-me-downs. But now my mountain has become the grandfather mountain. So <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps getting bigger, yeah. And with my employees, I couldn't quite get to the exact bonus I wanted to give them, but I was pretty darn close. Mm -hmm. And my timing was actually yesterday, because our next paycheck is on Christmas. Mm -hmm. And my goal was to say, I can pay half of my employees their bonus by today and then I'll save up and then the other half by Christmas but you have to give your time I mean if you don't set yourself a time and hold yourself accountable you can't um I mean I over the quarantine I applied to be part of Emmy Wu's cohort I told you about mm-hmm. yeah and then cohort and we had a 12-week course to learn how to build videos and I mm-hmm. couldn't do everything she taught us but I said you know I can't do everything that I'm being taught because I'm slow and learning, but mm-hmm. I can set my goal to making three pillar videos, which yeah. is so important today. So what are my bearings, Well, I don't even have a tripod or I don't know how to write a script. By the end of my 12 weeks goal, <laughs> I got a tripod. I learned how to do teleprompting scripting just because Emmy Wu gave me these tools. That's and, amazing. and I mention her because sometimes we need an outside coach to help guide mm-hmm. us. Um, I don't like exercising. I don't go to the gym because it's stinky and it's sweaty, but I found fit body bootcamp because it's 30 minutes and I have a coach. Mm-hmm. So it's important to also set out and find that teacher or coach to help you achieve your goals or 100%. see what your goals even are.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I think sometimes it's more like, oh, you know, I have so much procrastination and when you mentioned about the set method and I heard about it, I'm just like that is what I need, like simple structures and tools like that. And sometimes I just, you know, when you get too busy in your procrastination, is this fear behind it as well, you know, there's no prioritizing. And um I remember you telling me that sometimes you do have to sit down and just really think, what can you say? What should you prioritize? What do you need to sacrifice to actually achieve those goals just to narrow it down? So I thought that was a really interesting um, way to put it because it gave me some perspective, you know, and having a coach, like even having that two hour, I think we spoke for two hours last time. <laughs> um, it, was awesome. <laughs> and it was so good. <laughs> it gave me like so much insight into just yeah narrowing down because you've been there you've done that and I think sometimes it comes with pride as well be like oh yeah you know I think I know enough you know but you don't always know enough it's about allowing yourself to be coach that's what I've kind of learned this year as well yeah so in terms of like um your your goal you know in the coming to the coming year hopefully it will be better you know we'll be less under restricted kind of rules um what kind of things are you looking forward to
1: in march we will be going to chicago we as in all of the state queens for the usa petite we're competing in chicago march 24th to 27th and i think we're going to be live on facebook or at least a streaming on facebook really if you go to www.usapetite.com you can join Mm -hmm. all their groups and we have a teen category a miss category a ms category and a mrs category then after that, the teen and the Miss winners will go and compete worldwide. And I find that so exciting. And during this whole quarantine, we all have been mingling and hanging out. So yeah. I feel like when we go to Chicago, we're already going to know each other. It's just so fun. But the next three months is preparation for this. Mm-hmm. Because we are judged on our interviewing, then we're judged on our onstage question, our formal wear, and then our fun fashion. And even though there's only four components of this competition, it does take about a year to prepare. And we had an extension because we were supposed to compete back in September, October, around that time. But we had to go into quarantine and then they're going to have it in March, hopefully. So March is definitely that. Then April I will be turning 39 and moving to be- 40 <laughs> <laughs> so excited Whoa. This is like my last year being my thirties. It's, it's, it's been
0: great. Thirties are wonderful. I can't wait to. Like I said, Asians don't raise and right. So like, you look so youthful. I was like, what? I can't believe she's like almost forty. That's
1: amazing. Not, <laughs> well, my goal is to feel better than I did in high school, which is a big, big goal. But I was set the goal, right? Go yes, yeah,
0: set the goal. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> Um, I will be launching my crown cohort, which will be in April. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a five-day challenge online. And I'm going to help women pivot into finding what their niches. Because we're constantly pivoting. Yeah, going to our next level of success. So I'll be launching that. And then from April, and I'll probably make it a six month, eight month program. I'll be teaching this group of women who want to join my group, how to pivot to their next level of success, because my MBA is in leadership and change management. And it's going to be a wonderful group to Rebrand or continue to brand what you already have. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to teach you how to do a podcast out of your palm. I'm going to teach you how to find your niche. I'm going to teach you how to write on a teleprompter. And it's just going to be an amazing journey. Cause I know there's a lot of business coaches out there. Yeah, but yeah. Mine's going to be, yes. But mine's going to be very sparkly because you know, it's going to have like a pageant influence. So-
0: wow, it has everything. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. that's incredible. because um, you were just telling me that most of your, Oh, cause you have your own podcast going as well right now. And all your recordings are done in your van on your phone. <laughs> I was like, that's the thing. Sometimes you don't actually need the fancy equipment. You can start with what you have. Right. And that's a great example. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I should join in, you know, see what yes. else. <laughs> yes. So the Facebook group is called business and beauty crown mm-hmm. community. It just kind of rhymes. Actually, my
1: last podcast was in a blazer and I'll tell you why. I tried to get to my van with all my equipment, but it mm-hmm. was raining. I couldn't get through the rain. So I, I was stuck in my basement. <laughs> But my husband has an old blazer yeah. in the basement, and I looked around. I'm like, "Where are my sister?" I climbed in the back seat of the basement and uh, of the um, blazer. It was perfect because of the sound. Yep, yeah. it was just a dome. My queen. I interviewed. I interviewed Ms. World Senior World 60s. So mm-hmm. there's a senior. It's amazing. What? So it was Miss South Carolina. Yes. So she had just won, and I said, "Please, please, kind of interview?" She pulled off on the side of the road and um, was in her vehicle. Her husband was driving me eating mm-hmm. potato chips. So he, he had to stop eating potato chips and, you know, stop. <laughs> so she was in her vehicle. And then I was in this vintage blazer and we were <laughs> podcasting in her vehicle. So
0: that's so cool. You oh can do God. it. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing. I think that's more like the content, you know, what you want to bring out. It's more important than having the fancy tools or right. whatnot, you know? Yeah. And, I don't know. I just think it's so incredible. And um, I absolutely love your podcast and everything. It has been very, very um, inspiration to me, you know, and Thank you. yeah, sometimes you just need a, a reminder, you know, and people love to, you know, come and talk about their experience and everything like that and hearing stories. And mm-hmm. um, I know that, you know, hearing your story, how you've been through uh, your journey from living in Chicago and then having to sacrifice that coming back home and yeah, just really, really put a lot of like, um, inspiration to me knowing that you know things always work out it doesn't you know matter that if it doesn't work out your way but something will always work out right in the end mm. yeah would you like to add any other further advice to our wonderful listeners today who might be you know needing a positive message and obviously you've given us so much of an insight and creative tools on how to you know stick to our um, goals for the coming year but any yeah. other advice would you like to give us I guess that we can review, so we
1: can maybe end with a exercise. So Mm -hmm. if we can get a mental piece of paper, I guess, and maybe just put down one simple goal. I mean, just one simple goal. Figure out what are the barriers reaching this goal, Mm -hmm. and then start eliminating these barriers. Whether it's negative people or wasting time in the refrigerator, which I do, (laughs) or the television. (laughs) (laughs) set a time and just be gracious. I know there are times where I get so mad at myself and you, you can't expect to help others when you're mad at yourself. It just doesn't add up. Right. So true, you just yeah. have to show yourself grace, be kind to yourself because women, we are just brutal. We are just so mean we're ourselves. moody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the hardest battle is between our eyeballs sometimes. And yes. You can convince yourself; it's amazing. You can convince yourself anything. Mm-hmm. You can convince yourself that you are awesome, or you can convince yourself that you're just not good enough. But you have to consistently feed yourself good, positive things. And mm-hmm. and for me, I try to eliminate just people
0: that are always angry. You know? Yes, yes, because uh, it helps. See- it does like, you know, energy travels and stuff. And I completely understand being an empath. Um, I soak it up like a sponge. So mm-hmm. that being able to create healthy barriers is definitely um something very helpful as well, you know, to overcome these barriers in the first place. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's always been a pleasure talking to you. I know that we can talk on for like three hours or plus, <laughs> <laughs> but I know you've got to go now, but thank you so much. It's been a pleasure meeting you and I know that we'll can continually work together and yeah, push it up to the next yeah. level. <laughs> yes, yes. Our win-win situation. We'll yeah. see each other one day. We'll like take pictures and be like,
1: this is my new <laughs> <year later."
0: laughs> Don't worry. I'll come to North Carolina to visit you. You can take me to all the food spots. Okay. <laughs> yeah
1: we'll do a Krispy cream with a can of pepsi which came here and we'll
0: finish off with a candy bar (laughs) yes perfect ending so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode today remember to hit that like and subscribe button check out the description below for my instagram feeds and also my emails send through any feedback i would love to hear from you good or constructive feedback there's always room for improvement To also remember to follow Nancy on her Facebook page for any business and coaching content. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy and remember to keep tuning in.